Welcome back and welcome home. If you're joining me for the first time, the good lady Seraphim Penumbra here, and I'm glad that you're here with me too. This is the first podcast episode of the brand new season. If you happen to be listening on your usual platform, you won't notice. But if you're here on the PLC Media Lab channel on YouTube, of course, you'll notice that I'm here in the face. During the break, I was thinking about how as living creatures, we describe life in ways like vibration, current, pulse, frequency, rhythm. And that implies that the living experience is at least partly defined by constant change. And so with that in mind, we've taken advantage of the holiday frenzy to pivot and to continue doing what I've been doing, just hopefully streamlining the behind the scenes process a little bit. If you aren't aware, I started the Cafe Penumbra podcast in 2023, and up until now, it has been available on all the podcast platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, and more. If you do enjoy this change, please let me know in some way, a like or a not like, or of course, a subscribe or a follow would be very much appreciated if you are so inclined. And if you are still enjoying the audio experience, we will continue to be available on those platforms that do not support video. I do imagine there will be something of a learning curve. uh, And as always, I do welcome your feedback. Cafe Penumbra is a talk show podcast inspired by the centuries old tradition of artists and poets gathering in cafes to meet and exchange their ideas and inspiration. I'm especially interested in having conversations with you all, asking questions, and so there is a Discord server that we created. We post the show notes on upcoming episodes and uh, lots of other ways to interact there as well. And of course, I invite you to come on over and check it all out. The links are on seraphimpenumbra.com. But of course, you can always catch me on the socials if that is your uh, preference. And we do have a new Cafe Penumbra subreddit that we added recently as well. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't already heard elsewhere, Cafe Penumbra was voted the top uh, 45 transgender podcasts of 2023 by Feedspot. I really don't mean to recapitulate at this time of year, and I will go into that in, uh, in just a moment. But first, I did want to review for you a little bit what 2023 was about for me, just as kind of a frame of reference. Um, I tend to be pretty transparent about most things, um, but I do, of course, try to pay attention to the fourth wall as well. So starting 2023 off, I was in my final year of a computer animation degree that I started when COVID started or just shortly after COVID started. Um, And I did talk about the why behind that decision in a previous episode, um, but let me know if you need a recap on that. Um, But when I tell you that was probably the hardest thing that I have done in my entire life, partly because I was working an intensely stressful job um, and really I wasn't supposed to be working outside of the program, um, but that really wasn't practical for me the entire way through. We're going to spill the tea. I did lose said job uh, very early in 2023. And being fully transparent, of course, it was a huge relief. And that was when I had a moment to consider and realize a couple of things. Um, 
The first being that it had been 10 years since I moved to, to the Northeast from the San Francisco Bay Area, where I stayed from 2005 until 2013. And I was thinking about hiring an editor to help me serialize uh, the manuscript of my book, Living Penumbra, because it was still probably around 500 pages and I couldn't figure out how to make it shorter. So serializing seemed like a good idea. But it was when I was having those conversations with editors um, that I would potentially be working with, they kind of gave me the boost that if I was already editing to serialize, then why not go ahead and do an ebook and a paperback? And so there's an Easter egg for you. That was the actual genesis of what became Living Penumbra. Uh, and because I happened to be very involved in the editing process, um, I was in this position where I was reviewing literally the events of the course of my life. And so because of that, I also realized that 2023 marked 20 years since my incarnation as Seraphim Penumbra. And that was kind of major. I don't know why. Um, like, I don't have any attachment to round numbers, um, but it just seemed like an achievement. Um, and spoiler alert, um, I do talk about this in my book because um, that was kind of the point in this way. But one of my favorite stories was when um, I happened to be a huge fan of a drag queen by the name of Sweetie. Um, and she did crossover a number of years ago now. May she rest in power. But she was one of the best human beings that I had the privilege to meet in my time here on Earth. And uh, she was an amazing performer and had a resume as long as your arm. Um, and she was very kind to me. And um, as it turned out, I was lucky enough to have been in the right place at the right time and was cast in a couple of high profile events. And I happened to, um, to get some media attention and I was just using the letter B as my moniker at the time. And when I saw, um, when I saw that in print, it did kind of look like a typo. Um, I mean, I still like the idea, but it wasn't telling the full story, right? But anyway, Sweetie happened to be um, at one of the performances and saw me portraying Lee Bowery at the opening of um, the Broadway musical Taboo. And a little while later, she called me and asked me would I compete in a pageant that she was producing at the Marquis Slide on the Bowery. I can't imagine that's still the same venue today. But anyway, Sweetie invited me to compete and I felt a way about being invited. Um, but I also kind of felt a way um, ab about competing in a pageant. Um, of course, it wasn't like a formal pageant like those, you know, the, the imperial court, like it wasn't an official pageant system. Um, and I was hoping that it was a little bit tongue in cheek. Um, because at the time I was mostly working in the underground and um, very grungy, right? And pageantry is different. But anyway, um, I did it. And she actually lent me some things to wear because I didn't even have an evening gown. Um, I think it was the village voice who um, described my aesthetic as old Hollywood glam meets gothic comic book superhero, just to kind of paint a picture. Um, 
Anyway, she called me again um, to ask me how I wanted to be billed in the promotional materials for um, for the show. And I knew that I didn't want to use B anymore. So, um, you know, professionally. So I said, sweetie, let me call you back in five minutes. And um, Penumbra was literally part of the working title of my manuscript. And Seraphim was a little bit inspired by what I knew from the Bible of all places. Certainly this idea um, that they were angels who, who sang um, and that they were plural. And in a way, because um, angels are considered to be genderless, I took that name because I wasn't trying to be a woman. I was trying to express myself beyond the binary, uh, although we weren't using that language 20 years ago. I wasn't. So in a way, Sweetie was um, responsible for my um, literally becoming Seraphim Penumbra 20 years ago. So um, thank you, Sweetie. I love you, girl. Um, it also happened to be exactly 30 years, 2023, since I started recording, um, my experiences relevant to my book. Um, so that was a huge milestone. No, I, again, not that the number particularly had a meaning or significance. It just happened to be 30. And, um, you know, it was my first 30 milestone, um, Speaking of that milestone, I did become a published author in November of 2023, which I'm still kind of processing because, as I said, I'd been carrying that story around for so long. Um, and so to finally have it published and to start to get feedback from people who are reading it um, connected a lot of dots for me. Um, and because I was finishing up school and getting ready for publication, I really didn't... Um, unfortunately wasn't fully present to everything that was happening. I was just kind of spinning a lot of plates. Um, and again, that the number of years didn't carry any significance. It just uh, happened to be this unintentional alignment of sorts. Um, and if you do read the book, you will see that that sort of thing happens in my life fairly regularly. Um, and on that, I wanted to say it's been a very interesting learning process this past year as I really focused on creating short format content, um, which was mostly recreating moments from the podcast, which of course was only audio. But one of the things that I wanted to mention was that I got all this feedback from some people saying that um, I was talking about my book too much, um, like being a little too aggressive. And I really thought that I was being judicious. Um, I did pull back a bit because, because of that. And then I also got a lot of feedback from people who didn't realize that it, or, that it was already available. Um, so apparently it's kind of about finding that balance between getting uh, a message out and repeating it too often. But that is in part um, the reason why I decided to streamline the way that I create my content. And since I am talking about my book, I know that I mentioned it several times already. Living Penumbra is my account of my adventures on my uh, intentional journey to self-discovery and transformation taken from journal entries that I recorded from 1993 to about 2006. And it is available everywhere books are sold in paperback and on ebook 
and exclusively at livingpenumbra.com. The audiobook is also available, which is narrated by yours truly. So if you ever wanted to have me read you a story, that's for you. And also everyone who purchases any format of the book, there's a form to fill out um, on the website where you can get access to some of the bonus content, including the poetry of Living Penumbra. This is um, a collection of poetry that was in the original uh, journals, um, but were excluded from publication for a space. Um, also, there's a collection of deleted scenes um, that I thought were still really good stories by themselves. Um, but again, they were not included in the publication. So those are available as well as, um, a assigned book plate, which is, I happen to have one right here. The camera probably won't pick that up, but, um, I will put it in, uh, in post. Now, just to, uh, address the elephant in the room, I am selling my book. I did invest a great deal of time and energy into creating it and publishing it, and I am trying to monetize it. And I do so, as I do everything, unapologetically. But I do want to say that if you are interested in reading my story and are unable to purchase it, please reach out to me and I will do what I can. I am planning to do a virtual launch event here in a couple of days where I will explain a little bit more about why I wrote the book, um, some behind the scenes stories about the creating of the book, um, a short um, a reading of an excerpt, of course, and giveaways. I will be giving away 10 copies of the ebook. Um, and if you happen to miss the live, I will post the video afterwards so you can still go back and catch it whenever you like. Um, but I will announce the details on how to win a free copy of the book. So that's coming up soon as well. The callbacks. If you were, uh, if you were with me last season, you'll recognize this segment that we created toward the end of the season. Um, and I like it because it helps to keep the conversation alive, as I'm always saying. Um, and it usually has to do with some continued like feedback or a follow-up discussion from a previous episode. Okay. So this is a true story and um, you're going to love it. I know my video about blood is thicker than water um, received some mixed reviews. And I did want to emphasize that not everything about my family experience was toxic. Um, so I wanted to share this little ditty. My grandmother, and I find this so bizarre um, in contrast to my own experience, but she was raised on a farm that her family ran. Um, and when she grew up and got married, they gave uh, a piece of the land to her to build a house on. So for most of her life, she lived on the same street. And the neighbors across the street um, had a very similar story. So she had the same neighbors um, across the street for over 50 years, more if you count you know, like the generations, um, but very small town. Um, and they were very friendly and my grandmother was very old school. Anyway, a couple of years ago, um, she called the house and the mister answered the phone and, uh, and mind you, he was in his sixties at the time and she was in her eighties. Um, and out of nowhere, he says, now Evelyn, we can't talk about sex because my wife is on the line. And I thought that the heavens would divide, but she busted out laughing so hard she had tears running down her face. Um, and I didn't see that coming. So that's a good memory, I guess. Um. 
really don't understand, and I hope these conversations are taking place, but I haven't been hearing them um, personally a little bit on TikTok recently. But I have some questions, hopefully to spark some conversation. Um, And I know they say that you're not supposed to talk about politics. um, And sometimes you can't. But I do believe that, well, first of all, I don't assume that anybody that I'm speaking with agrees with me. Um, In fact, I generally assume that they don't. Because why? Anyway. Um... But, you know, friends, family, we can get along and have a relationship without agreeing on, you know, all the topics with some exceptions, of course, like racism. Um, We have to be on the same side for me. Um, But a lot of other issues that divide people are debatable because all of the ideas haven't been exchanged. I think it is important to have an open mind, not so that it can be changed. And I think that that's where a lot of fear comes in. Like, you're just going to try and change my mind. But I think that it's possible to hold one idea and still consider whether or not there is some validity um, to some of the, the points of an idea that you may not agree with. Personal opinion. Um, Now, my grandmother and I couldn't talk about certain things because, um, well, for one thing, a lot of the ideas that she held, she did so kind of out of a sense of duty, um, but without an understanding of the nuance um, involved. But she asked me once, um, she said, if Ginsburg and Scalia can be friends and go out and have lunch, why can't we? And I said, we are. We just can't discuss certain things because you aren't able to, um, to do so without weaponizing your ideas or attempting to suppress someone else's. Um, but I do think there, there is some middle ground, I guess, since, since I'm spilling the tea. Um, From a business point of view, the government operates kind of like a church. It doesn't actually, um, it doesn't pay any taxes and its entire economy is dependent by taking money from only its congregants. At least churches have bake sales and yard sales, um, but we have no product. And I know that it's layered and complex, but. Why don't we convert DC into a massive like theme park um, with rides and flag merch and hoodies and bumper stickers um, and leave my money alone? I think that's reasonable. One of the other major problems in my personal opinion is that the people are not represented um, like the people in the the elected, (laughs) the elected um, officials in the government don't represent the people, which kind of makes no sense. But uh, and I'm not going to it's not about parties, but I don't understand the logic behind putting Ford uh, Biden as a candidate for 2024. And it's not about ageism. I do think that elders in our society should hold counsel and advise the leaders, but not to lead themselves. And then, of course, it's hard to have this conversation without talking about like the genocide outside of current events. Let me just say that. 
I, I just don't understand the logic behind putting behind putting Biden forward from the DNC. And then I keep hearing this conspiracy theory that Michelle Obama is going to step in and take uh, Biden's place um, in the 11th hour at some point, which is a fun story. Um, it's a fun idea, but it's been debunked many times. And I did uh, research it extensively and I found no credible uh, resource that that is part of the thing. Maybe it's getting traction because it's such a good idea, but it's not real. So that leaves that uh, the Republicans are putting Trump forward. I'm having a hard time understanding how they're supporting a candidate who really shouldn't be eligible, in my personal opinion. Um, like, but I got a little bit off track, but it didn't. It, kind of like a, a make it make sense thing, right? But going back to to the to the Michelle Obama uh, bit, considering that we can call it a conspiracy theory, why is it still getting so much lip service from the pundits? Like, is it just like this fantasy? Um, there, it's just I, I, it's confusing. What's the messaging there? I understand that the writers were on strike, but they aren't even trying to make this shit believable anymore. Can we stop? Can we stop with the Shark Week storylines, please? And thank you. Please and thank you. It's not Shark Week. Okay. I just literally want to have a conversation. Like, I like... Is it theory? I don't know. Whatever. I've been saying for a while now, sometimes I'll have a conversation or an interaction with somebody and walk away scratching my head. And I wonder, did everybody like miss kindergarten? And then I learned from, um, I happen to have a number of friends who are educators. I have a number of educator friends that tell me that education has changed so much that everyone didn't have the same kindergarten experience that I did. But I kind of feel like we need to go back to the sandbox. Like we need to go back to kindergarten, basic sharing and inclusivity. So I would say get your bricks out because it's time to tear down some walls. Every year on March 1st, I write in my journal, it's New Year's Eve. And then I talk about whatever is on my mind. And it isn't because I think that the world revolves around me that I think this, but you know, we, we celebrated New Year's Eve a little while ago. And I've seen a lot of content, a lot of people talking about resolutions and um, about not keeping the resolutions. And, you know, it's kind of like a broken record. But I was having a chat with my niece the other day and she was kind of beating herself up over not crushing her resolutions. And I was like, girl, it's January. It was January at the time. But let me ask you a question. When is your birthday? And of course, I know very well when her birthday was. I was there the day that she was born. But I asked her when, when was her birthday? And she said, told me when her birthday was. And I said, when do you celebrate the end of a year? 
And she said, on her birthday. And I said, so really New Year's Eve is just practice because your new year won't start until your birthday. But I've always said happy new now on my podcast as kind of a reminder that every moment is, um, every moment that you're alive is a new year and a new moment and a new opportunity for whatever it is that you wanna create and manifest. So my message to you this evening is, please give yourself some grace. We are living through some dark times and it's hard. So happy new now. I would like to just take a quick moment to discuss a new segment that we're working on, um, kind of a artist spotlight series where I will show some of the work of a particular artist with some discussion on what I think about their work and um, possibly even have the artist uh, here for a conversation but at least um, provide some links to their socials or to their website. And part of what is behind that is exposure, really. There are so many artists, um, so many amazing artists working out there, and their contribution is so profound and important. And depending on the algorithms, you may never encounter them. So at least we'll have this um, this little segment to elevate some of the artists worthy of mention. Um, I do have a short list of artists that I want to um, to start off with and to feature, and we're working out the details. But so far, we just ask that every artist who is featured nominate another artist for us to highlight. So if that's something that you're interested in, or um, if you would like to nominate an artist to be featured, find me on the DMs or wherever it is that you're comfortable. We reaching out and, um, and we'll see what we can do. And now without further ado, um, in the next episode, we will be reviewing, uh, your answers to the following questions. Um, and you may answer on the discord or on the socials or on the subreddit or wherever you're comfortable. Probably the easiest way is to click the 20 questions button, uh, on the podcast page of seraphimpenumber.com and you can put your answers in there. Um, and I have them, I'm going to just read them from Question number one, what is your astrological sign? Um, I figured that was a, an easy start. <laughs> what is your sign? Question number two, what are you reading? Question number three, what's your favorite pet and why is it a dog? I'm just kidding, but feel free to send any always. Um, my DMs are always open for fur baby um, selfies. Please let me know if it's okay to um, to post them. Number four, if you could go on vacation anytime, where and when would you want to go and why? A little bit more in depth. Number five, which figure, living or dead, would you nominate for president? They do not have to be a politician. <laughs> what is, um, let's see, number six, what is the most interesting thing on your bucket list? I don't have a bucket list. Maybe, maybe I should make one. I am going to answer these two, so I'm going to have to create a bucket list for that. Number seven, what are you most thankful for? Number eight, what is a fear that you are ready to let go of? Number nine, what is something you're working on that is super important to you? 
Number 10, what is your strangest dream experience? Number 11, what was your worst date experience? Number 12, who is your favorite teacher and why? Number 13, what was your favorite concert experience and why? Number 14, what is your favorite quote? Number 15, if you could have a meal with anyone, who would it be and why? Living or dead, they would be living for the meal. I feel like I had to say that. Number 16, what is your favorite thing about yourself? Number 17, what superpower would you want to have? Number 18, if you could live any when, where and when would you choose and why? So that the other one was about vacation and this one is about living. That's going to be fun in editing. Good idea to use paper. Um, number 19. Are we on 19 already? 18 was if you could live any when, where and when would you choose and why? 19, if you had an excess of money, why do I keep? If you had, number 19, if you had an excess of money, what charity or organization would you donate to and why? Number 20, try and recall a happy memory of you playing as a child. How did you most enjoy getting lost in play? And the bonus question is, do you see any correlation between that memory and your current occupation? Okay. Those are the 20 questions. Again, there is a link on seraphimpenumbra.com to navigate to um, just the podcast page and click on the 20 questions link to answer the questions. I'm really looking forward to reading what you all have to say. That is all that we have for today, everyone. I do want to say thank you for joining me. I do hope that you enjoyed yourself or found some useful takeaway or even took your mind off of your troubles for just a little while. I hope to see you again next time. Until then, happy new now. And bonsoir. As always, please keep the conversation alive. And remember, it's only a conversation when ideas are exchanged. If you're interested in supporting this broadcast, you can always buy me a coffee or visit our retail shop. Thank you for stopping by Cafe Penumbra. I'm your host, Seraphim Penumbra, wishing you a jolly new now. Today's program has been brought to you in part by the letter 7 and the number blue. Cafe Penumbra is produced by PLC Media Lab.